Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Paul Charchian now joining us. Charch, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Um, how's the uh, how's the mood of the fan base right now? Um, It is... Uh, I think it wants to be optimistic. I think people are looking at this saying, you know, is this the beginning of the end or is this trimming of dead wood to, to allow the tree to grow and Aaron Rodgers says coming out of LA they feel more optimistic than ever because they felt that they went toe-to-toe with the best and therefore they can go anywhere with anybody so we'll see we'll see I mean they got a big game coming up let's not fool ourselves if they get beat up badly by New England on Sunday night then we all know that the game that they played out in LA after two weeks was an apparition if they come out and either win or play extremely well well then we know they're a real contender we'll wait and see Best thing that came out come out of that game was Jair Alexander. Just not close. Huge. That's, you know what? You look at what this team has tried to put into their secondary. No players left in the secondary from 2015. By the way, right? That's only three years ago. Well, from so, 2013, at, 14, and 15, they only have three players remaining, and one's on IR. Wow! Seriously. Yep. yep so, that's yeah, it. I mean, it. That it's it's uh, it's for all the effort this team has put into its secondary. That's um, you know losing the, the Clindix thing is a conversation for another time i suppose but uh you know, that's got to be the most promising thing is it looks like you've got immediate positive returns from jair alexander he has been really good we know that kevin king when healthy is really good it looks like Tremont williams probably going to move into the safety spot something that he played with uh when he played in cleveland he played for mike Petton, so he'll know that position but i don't know how deep they yeah. are back there i don't know if he can convert josh jackson uh, the uh, corner they picked up this year he's better in the slot he's a big strong guy so we'll see, but I, I don't. I, I'm not the defense right now. Scoring defenses outside of the top 15, you like to see that a little bit better. But if they're in the top 12, the bottom line is if Aaron Rodgers and this offense starts playing a full four quarters yeah. of football, they're unbeatable. All right. So at this time last week, you and I threw our hands up on on uh, Aaron Jones. We just like you know what we're done guessing, right? When you know when is it? When is the breakout game finally going to come? We keep thinking it's coming. It doesn't come up. Then it looks like that just happened. So now you take Ty Montgomery out, you, the success of Aaron Jones. I'm feeling pretty confident. I've been burned on this before, but I'm feeling pretty confident that Aaron Jones is going to be a reliable back now. You share my confidence. I think he's going to see anywhere from 15 to 20 carries a game. He hopes to give you maybe a score, maybe two, but I would say anywhere from 75 to 85 yards on average might be where he gets unless he really breaks a couple free and gives you gives you some more. But I think they're going to get him anywhere from 18 to 20 carries a game. If he gets 18 to 20, that's plenty. He's averaging six yards a carry. Right. So no, think, I get it. You know, I get you. That'll add up. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be – that puts him firmly into reliable every week fantasy starter territory. And, man, we, we would love to see that continue yep no doubt oh a ton of questions uh, a lot of people on hold today uh, let's go to let's start out with tom listening to us in franklin tom how you doing today man you got you're on the phone with a charge what's happening hey guys doing good uh charge i've got uh three running backs i need two of them i've got uh aaron jones i've got uh 
Murray, and I've got uh, Lindsey. Yeah, yeah, Lindsey's been great, um, and he continues to be in my top ten. He's my number seven running back. He goes up against the Texans. They've given up the most receiving touchdowns to opposing running backs, and Lindsey has caught 18 of the 23 targets he's had. So I, I like Lindsey here, especially through the air, but it will also help on the ground. And Royce Freeman probably doesn't play again, and that means Lindsey's going to get all the work. And you saw what happened last week when that happened. And then I just mentioned Aaron Jones, who uh, who I do like a lot, but I think Latavius Murray's going to get all the work for Minnesota against arguably the worst run defense in the league, Detroit, giving up almost six yards per carry. The Lions are, and Murray, Murray's been good. He's averaging five and a half yards per carry over the last three weeks, and I think the Vikings will uh, try to pound out a win here against the Detroit Lions. I've got him as my number 14 running back this week. There you go. Let's go to uh, Paul listening to us in Wausau. Paul, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. Charge, I need your help here. I got to bet with my head or my heart. Who am I starting, Patrick Mahomes at Cleveland or Aaron Rodgers at New England? Well, you know, one of the things I always say is fantasy football is supposed to be fun. And, Bill, if you're if it's more fun for you to play with Aaron Rodgers, by all means do it. But at this point, I would start Patrick Mahomes against the 85 Bears. There's no scenario where I'm, I'm not starting him. He's top 300 passing yards in every game since the opener. Has three straight games with four scores. I don't know how you I don't know how you bench Patrick Mahomes against the Browns. So you know I don't recommend it. I have Patrick Mahomes my number one quarterback as he has been ever every week since week two. But you know what? If if it's more fun for you to have Aaron Rodgers uh, as your starting quarterback, by all means do it. There you go. Not like, it's a bad, not like it's a bad choice. No, no, no. I, this, would, you know, this would be a different story if you lived in Baltimore and it was Joe Flacco and, you know, Patrick uh, Patrick Mahomes. Right. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers is my number four quarterback this week. Uh, let's go to uh, John in Green Bay. John, how you doing? What's going on, man? Good, good. Hi, guys. Uh, half point PPR, uh, flex spot and running back spot. Uh, James White, uh, Alvin Kamara, or James Conner? Well, Kamara every week, and you know that that part isn't going to change, and we're going to we're going to continue to start him every week, and just even think about that. I've got Connor and White right next to each other. Connor's got the much tougher matchup, though. He's at Baltimore. They're giving up the fifth fewest rushing yards per game, and just three point five yards per carry. And when these teams met in Week Four, they held Connor to forty four total yards from scrimmage, his worst game of the year. So, get it. I have Connor one spot higher just because he's been so good, but James White is, is absolutely safer. And if you're especially the points per reception, James White's been bonkers in that regard, and you definitely want to start him. There you go. Let's go to another John listening to us in Eau Claire. John, how you doing? What's up? Hey, good, guys. Love the show. Hey, uh, Drew Brees has been kind of hit and miss lately, but uh, got a conundrum. Yeah. Uh, Drew Brees or Ryan Fitzpatrick? Um, you know, what's part of what's killing Drew Brees is they keep using Kaysom Hill. And they, you know, bring Hill in near the goal line, and he's throwing some stuff or running some stuff, and that has materially hurt him a bit. And then the running backs are getting just playing a lot of touchdowns as well. Um, still, it's Drew Brees against a, a reeling Rams secondary, yet you have to start him here. Uh, prior to last week, Brees had thrown multiple touchdowns at five or six games. And prior to last week, the Rams had allowed – uh, 2.2 touchdowns per game. Keeps the lead, got hurt a while ago, and they just haven't been the same since. So, yeah, I got Drew Brees as my number three quarterback. We're starting him here. I like Fitzpatrick, though. 
How great is this? This is a better league, Bill, with Ryan Fitzpatrick in it. Don't you think? I, Isn't everything more fun? With I, him you know what? I never. Uh, Jameis Winston, for all the talent that he has, he's another guy that I think just his mind is elsewhere at times. He's not your gym rat. He's not your. I want to be the greatest of all time. He's just. He's not that guy. And. He lets other things get to him, and he just – I don't know what it is, but he just never – he seems to be one of those guys that's never going to reach his potential. The focus never quite seems to be there for him, unfortunately. Correct. And, you know, they gave him a lot of opportunity. Remember, Fitzpatrick in those first three games, all of them over 400 passing yards, and he had one bad half against a very good Chicago defense, and they yanked him. They put Winston in. They gave him four weeks of terrible play to go through, and all the interceptions. He had a one-to-two touchdown-to-interception ratio. Winston did, and they stuck with him for far too long. And they finally came to their senses when they absolutely had to, and put Fitzpatrick back in, in the with about one quarter to play last week. And all he did in one quarter was throw for two hundred yards and two touchdowns in a quarter, and nearly brought the Buccaneers back to a victory. So I just, I just think I love Fitzpatrick's game. I love how he fits this offense. Best receivers he's ever had. It's, it's just so much more fun to see him throwing those long downfield passes to these receivers. And, you know, let's just hope that they give him a long runway here and they're not going to yank him after a bad half. PPR League, Taylor Gabriel, Amari Cooper, or Geronimo Allison? Need one. Well, you, you tell I'm, I'm off Allison now. I mean, I, you know, I, I was optimistic that he was going to you know, come right back in, but you and I talked about this. They've got too much talent, I think, in uh, Valdez-Scantling, and they, I, their worry was they were going to get him back on the field, and they did. So now, you know, I, I worry. I don't feel like you can start Allison, and I don't even know if you can roster him anymore. Do you, do you feel like that's – am I way off base? I, you know what's really weird is into the Rams we saw this before where one week it would be Randall Cobb, and he just he done it with two touchdowns and 120 yards. And then the next week it was James Jones. And the next week it was Jordy Nelson. And it's just uh-huh. whoever the matchup is that Aaron Rodgers likes – it's who he's going to get the ball to. So it, it you know, I agree. It's, it's guys can go away, but all of a sudden they come back in a big way, and you're putting your palm to your forehead, going, "How did I not play that guy?" Okay, but the difference is all those guys were generally every down starters, right? right? You know, my worry is that Allison's just losing playing time, and the well, he was banged up. He was in concussion protocol. He he was in concussion protocol for a couple of weeks, so. I think they're going to work him back in. I know they really like him. I mean, just from listening to Aaron Rodgers, they really like him. I think they just, they just got a bunch of talent. You know, Equinemius St. Brown, kind of a rich man's Donald Driver across the middle. You've got, like you said, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. You've got a decent tight end group. they got a lot of talent. They're trying to spread the ball around to everybody. I know. That's a lot, and that's why I think I think Allison's not rosterable for me. I would um, I would, I'd kick him to the curb. I'd look at, speaking of Jordy, I love, Jordy, I love Jordy's matchup tonight. Um, this is a very, it's a very, po- very positive game for the Raiders in general. They may be playing against a third string quarterback. And actually, Derek Carr has been better than most people realize. And this, he goes up against a Niners defense that's going to be missing two safeties, their best linebacker, and all, maybe Richard Sherman, who's coming down as a game time decision. Go, let's, let's go old school Packer. Let's go Jordy Nelson off the board. We were talking about uh, yeah. some of the wide receivers. Taylor Ga- uh, the, the Taylor Gabriel, Omari Cooper, or Geronimo Ellis. We talked about Geronimo, but out of the three, who would you play in a PPR? Yeah, yeah, I, I would actually go Omari Cooper in this one with the couple of weeks to get integrated into that offense. And I kind of like Dak Prescott here. His, his production has been much better lately, and... He faces Tennessee. The only quarterbacks who haven't thrown multiple touchdowns against Tennessee are Josh Allen and Blake Bortles and Joe Flacco, and those guys pretty much think. So 
We'll uh, we'll take uh, we'll take Amari Cooper. Let's see if we can uh, let's see if we can let's see if we can get uh, something out of Amari Cooper, which we are rarely able to do with <laughs> Oakland. Uh, by the way, you're mentioning Gophers versus Wisconsin for Paul Bunyan's act. Yes. Do, do the Badgers even bother to bring it to the game? I mean, what are the odds, right? This year they better. They're not playing great football this year. Yeah, well, neither are the Gophers. There's uh, which is you know always the case, unfortunately. So <laughs> I, you know, I I think they may have some kind of an obligation to bring it, but in reality, if they didn't, nobody know any better. <laughs> Let's go to the phone calls. Talk to Stan in Brookfield. Stan, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Good. Thanks for taking my call. So I got a lot of players on bye weeks this week, so I'm kind of limited. But for my tight end position. Um, I have a question in my flex play. So for my tight end, uh, Vance McDonald or Ben Watson, it's half a, it's a half a point PPR. So Watson or McDonald. All right, I've got Vance McDonald a few spots higher. Although I don't love his, I don't like his matchup, and he's my number thirteen tight end. But he's got the highest yards per attempt and the third highest yards after the catch. So, you know, he's got a chance to break something here. And over the past four games, tight ends have caught 30, 39 targets for 400 yards and two touchdowns against the Ravens. So there's all that. It's just been rarely very good on the road and particularly against this team. There you go. Let's okay. go to court okay. listening. Appreciate the phone call. Let's go to court listening to us in Whitewater. Court, how you doing, man? What's up? Hey, thanks for taking my call. You know, real quick, uh, uh, I've got to take a choice between Ellen Robinson and Jimmy Graham, and I'm looking to pick up one of these two guys. T.J. Moore or David Moore, the two Moore boys. Now hang up and listen. Yeah, I think uh, I would take D.J. Moore because I think he's just going to take Torrey Smith's spot and be on the field all the time and could turn into the number two guy there. And he's got an awesome matchup against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is the worst secondary in the league. D.J. Moore is the uh, is the was he first or second round pick for the Panthers? I think he's a first rounder for the Panthers uh, this past season and um, and looked great last week in his first first game as a starter. Uh, we'll take Jimmy Graham. I, Alan Robinson is constantly hurt, and he isn't good when he plays. So we're going to take – I don't love his matchup. So roll that together. We'll take Jimmy Graham over Alan Robinson this week. Uh, this one, uh, email from uh, Todd says, Goodwin, Lockett, or Ridley? Need one in a standard league. What's wrong with Tyler Lockett, who has scored in six different games this year? Mm-hmm. It's, every week I feel like it's this guy, this scrub, or Tyler Lockett. All Tyler Lockett does is – score touchdowns and be a part of this offense that is apparently irreplaceable. Uh, so it's it's weird. And by the way, Chargers uh, Chargers are, are the defense here. They've been middle of the road at best. So Lockett scored in uh, six or seven games, three straight games, and uh, did well. In uh, It's been particularly good at home. Uh, let me mention this about Tyler Lockett. Had a fascinating tweet yesterday. I love it when I like it when NFL players tweet smart stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know Tyler Lockett, but I'm much more impressed. He basically said, why is it that kids can come out of high school and they haven't learned like the key things that are so important to know in life? Like, how do I balance a checkbook? How, you know, All right. It, it, uh, yeah, uh, let me, I'm going to see if I can find, I'm going to see if I can find the tweet. I just got to scroll for, for a moment. How do I, do, it was like, how do I do taxes? Here's exactly it. Okay. Here's the tweet from Tyler Lockett. I wish schools would teach us the essentials of life, budgeting, how to file taxes, the process of buying a home cooking, life decisions, investing, generational wealth, single to married, soon to be a mom or a dad, credit, credit rating. Those are important things you need for the rest of your life. You don't get any of it in school. He's right. He's I right. I think he's right. That used to be called home ec. 
<laughs> well, the cooking did. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I think, you know, just there should be like this, you know, you're going to be a, an adult class. And it, cooking should be part of it. But yep. those are these other things. I the, think he's right. The basics, no doubt. Uh, let's go to John listening to us in Oak Creek. John, how you doing, man? What's up? Hey, doing good, guys. Um, in the flex, uh, Taylor Gabriel, Randall Cobb, or Marcus Valdez-Gamry? Who would you suggest? Yeah, you know, I just, you know, going back to these for this Packer conundrum to me, you know, Cobb, I think at this point, needs to show me something first. And uh, Valdez-Gamry, it's, you know, he's... Splitting time almost evenly. The snap count was with him and Allison separated by one. It was thirty-one to thirty. So I just feel like they neutralized themselves too much. So I, I can't go with I can't go with my Packers yet. I uh, got one here for you, Dak or Stafford. Um, I've got Dak a couple of spots higher, but I don't love Stafford against the Vikings. Although they may be without uh, Xavier Rhodes again, Vikings bye week is coming next, and so I think if there's any hesitation, they're not going to play people to let them sit through the bye. Uh, and the Vikings have done a great job against Matthew Stafford, holding him below 286 yards in nine straight meetings. Also a defense, also an offense now without Golden Tate. We'll have to figure out what they're going to do with that situation, too. All that said, um, I still like, I still prefer Stafford over Dak Prescott. What I like, don't love. And now if they don't, if you promise me they're going to keep letting Dak run, I'm a lot more interested. They've done more of that lately. And they're, it's, if they're going to start using him like Cam Newton, I'm a lot more interested in Dak Prescott. Always good, Charge. We will talk to you soon, pal, okay? Uh, and soon means uh, almost exactly one week from now. There We're you go. looking forward to it. You the man. Thanks, Always good. There you go. Paul Charge and joining us, LeagueSafe.com, Fanball.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.